Hello, hello, and a third hello. It's Don't Forget Your Towel. This week continues the shuddersome tale of Shiver, the setting agnostic pulp horror RPG currently on Kickstarter with less than one day left. We'll include the link in the episode description below, so go check it out before time runs out. And onwards we go! Previously on Don't Forget Your Towel. The USS Morningstar, a research icebreaker ship in the Arctic, has lost all communication with the outside world. The US government briefs your team to conduct a recon mission to find out what has happened, and also recover the data drives on the ship. So your team now heads to Barrow, an isolated Arctic port town, to find the Morningstar. Who are you? What are you doing here? Uh, uh, I, I point at the professor and say, Doc, y- you can help me. I'm, I'm, I'm with him. It's, it's me, Doc. Uh, Z7X56, you know? Hmm. No, I'm, I'm afraid I'm still not remembering anything. He comes with us. He might be useful, but if he gets dangerous, if he puts a foot wrong, put a bullet in. Yes, sir. Understood. Barkeep, do you know um where we can find a man by the name of Yuri? The barkeep kind of glares at him, nods over to a pool table. You see there is a bedraggled, bearded man in fisherman's garb, seemingly playing a game of pool by himself. You hear a very large growling and ruckling from outside that you recognize to probably be coming from a bear. Captain Russell blasts a massive circular hole in the bear's head, and with a groan, it slumps down. You crouch down by the side and you kind of sweep the fur to one side. You see there seem to be large gashes along its side, like something's clawed it, something bigger than a bear. I suggest we go to dock and get on boat and continue on merry way. You can all follow Yuri, um, who is waving enthusiastically for you to follow him to the dock. Get me out, there's something beneath the ice. Cold in the morning and cold at night, I shiver. At the sound of a gun, I shiver. At the sight of the sun, shivers up my spine when I hear secrets from you. Shivers up my spine when I see a mutant or two. I shiver Be it our strength, our wit, our craft From Faerun to Arkham to Mars We'll take the quest, make foes and friends You're from space, but your dad wanted you to play basketball, is that right? (laughs) Yes. It's space basketball. Wow, that must be so fun without gravity. It's actually less fun than Earth basketball. Oh. Yeah, a lot of floating and not a lot of shooting. Oh, I guess everybody can dunk, and then it's not, you know, a big thing. Yeah, it's true. And this conversation covers our journey to the dock, where Yuri enthusiastically leads you up the pier to what I would describe as a rust bucket. It is a 
fishing vessel that looks like it is from another time and is at least over 50 years old. Um, it is covered in ice and barnacles and rust and on the side you see a cartoon cheerful shrimp blushing red with in bright pink letters that seems to have been the one well-maintained part of the boat, the name of the ship, the Lusty Shrimp. Yuri, I love your names. And Yuri, he, he stands on the gangplank and says, She is my beauty, my pride and joy. Come! <laughs> and, and he kind of hops on, uh, very excited. <laughs> Whatever floats your boat. Yeah, let's come on to the Lusty Shrimp. So yeah, so, um, you all make your way up the rickety gangplank and hearing Diana's um, whatever floats your boat comment, he says like, it's quite lucky it does float, um, but Yuri tries his best. Um, and you hear um, a grunting as you hear him pulling a ripcord to desperately try and start the engine and with a and he kicks it and it stirs into life. And he's like, ah, she lives once again. Um... I, uh, I think it, I always fear it will be the last time, every time. But anyway, onwards and upwards, as they say. Are we ready to depart into frozen wastes uh, where there is no support or um, landlines, as you call them? Comforting. Yes, Dad, I mean, Yuri. <laughs> Take us away. Well, I think you're really selling it, Yuri. So, um, yeah, I, I, I think we should be... Well, Captain, what, what do you think? Should we be on our way? Well, I think... um. As good as time as any, he looks around the ship, looking suitably unimpressed, and says, You sure you can get us there, Yuri? He's like, Well, if there's something strange going on in these waters, trust me, Yuri will always find it. And with that, he pushes forward on the accelerator, and you begin to, with a judder, um, chug out into the icy wastes. The light on the sea glimmers in the permanent twilight of the Arctic, and it seems to be stuck at this time of year, as the boat navigates the frozen sea in front of you. Gigantic icebergs float by your boat, towering monoliths of frost that you skillfully weave between, despite Yuri being quite drunk. The landscape is barren, a lifeless expanse of cold, murky ocean and icy plateaus. Now you're having a quiet moment, what do you think your characters talk about or discuss as you've now made your way further and further away from civilization. You know, I have an uncle with a bionic leg. Oh my gosh, really? I've, I've never met another bionic person. Oh yeah, well I'd be happy to introduce you one day. Yes, maybe we can be like, you know, me and your uncle, bionic pals, like bio pals. Is that, is that, a, is that a thing? Like, I, it's been a while since I've been outside. I can ask him, but I, he's a bit crusty. I mean, I don't know if you'd get along. Uh, crusty bionic pals. I, I love it. You know, just we're all rusty tin buckets to ourselves, like this old girl and iPad, the, um, <laughs> the rust bucket that we're on. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll be sort of, you know, looking out as we're s- sailing. <laughs> Boating. Boating. Um, we, 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 are, we are on the water, boating in the Arctic. Um, boating, yeah. Um, and I'll just, I'll see if I can uh, catch the, the captain aside at one point. Yeah, he, he, he wanders over to the side of the boat and leans up against it next to you and mm-hmm. lights a cigar. Right. So he takes a long drag on the cigar and looks over to you and says, um, you look troubled, Lieutenant. What's on your mind? How much do you know about this mission, sir? Well... The official line is is that 
I know enough, and that's all you need to know, but, um, you heard what happened to the Philadelphia? The Philadelphia? No. It was, a it was an experimental vessel, much like the one we're gonna go and see if we can find. It was about 20 years back now. Well, it didn't really go too great, and it got out into the public eye, and it caused a, a real hell of a storm for the Bureau. Um, they were... Rumored to be fiddling around with teleportation technology that um, went awry, and part of the boat was found in the Nevada desert. The other, just outside of kind of Japan, crashed onto an island. And they found sailors melded with metal. The teleportation didn't really go so great. They managed to do the fly, but with bits of scrap. It was. Real messy. I I heard I had some friends from the cleanup crew, and it was they they haven't slept well since. Let's just put it that way. Huh. Wow. I see. Well, he takes a drag and a cigar and says, "You did ask." Uh, I feel like with you, probably compared to the rest of the crew, um, I don't need to sugarcoat it. But um, and he looks over to Michaela and Z, chatting animatedly to one of to one another. So can you feel this? Very, yes, that hurt. Oh. <laughs> I've got pain receptors, you see. Oh. Yes, yes, indeed. Also, did you know we're going to, like, this, apparently, this, this ship called the Philly? The U.S. Philly. <laughs> no, I didn't know that. It was shot down by aliens, like shape-shifting aliens. They're called mandibles. <laughs> Not are skulls. Get... Are we going to fight aliens today? Maybe. Shoot. Do you see why I don't want to crush that spirit? How it kind of seems unfair for me to unload what I just told you onto them. And also how it may not do very well for morale, as it were. And well, and he looks over to the professor. To be honest, I don't think if I told the professor he would bat an island, that worries me for a whole other boatload of reasons. <laughs> Honestly, sir, morale aside, I don't know if we can trust these people with that kind of information. There's... No telling what they'll do. I think I need a better weapon than a pistol, then. You know, can I have your pistol? And you can have my psychic powers. Wait, no, it's not that there's uh, Saturday. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, on Saturday, then you can give me your psychic powers. Yes, and you can give me your pistol. Okay, we'll promise. We'll fight these aliens together. On Saturday? Yes, on Saturday. I'm just imagining them, like, we're looking over and they're, like, making a pinky promise. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's and a pinky promise. The, the, the captain slowly lowers his gun now that he realizes Michaela is not going to give the psychic experiment a pistol. <laughs> and he's like, okay, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's fine. So, so while this is happening, the professor's going to be... So is um, on the boat, is there, like, an elevated... I've, I've probably way too high-tech here. Is there, like, an elevated bridge that Yuri is, like, driving on? Or is he, like, at the back of the boat with, like, a hand rudder? Like, what level of <laughs> boat are we actually on? So there is a bridge of short sorts, but it's kind of like somebody put a shed on top of a boat and put some glass on the front. Um, glass? <laughs> that is high tech. <laughs> it's like, um, and he's in there um, kind of steering his way surprisingly skillfully um, through these narrow, narrow channels of water um, that aren't bogged down by ice. Um, and is humming um, a tune to himself. So the professor's gonna gonna sort of go up onto the bridge uh, and go and have a chat with Yuri. Um, mm. uh, yes, y Yuri. Um, do you take on these kind of um, uh, 
appointments very often? Are you a, a, a frequent guide, or is this your usual profession? Well, the tourist trade here is not so great, so one has to um, make do and mend, as they say. So, <laughs> government work, curious tourists, um, people with big guns trying to hunt things, um, and fishermen... All kinds of things, even some other explorers who just want to go get lost on the ice and never to be seen again, but Yuri will always take their money. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh, have you heard any sort of rumours in the in the past past month or so um, since since the ship arrived in these, these, these waters? Hmm. So that bear we saw, that was not the only bear attack that has happened in Barrows. It's been getting worse and worse and worse. They're usually quite wary of Barrow, but um, something seems to be pushing them further south, away from their natural habitat, and they're more aggressive than usual. They seem desperate, which is why I spend more time on the water. It's oddly safer on this, and he taps the, the wheel of the boat, um, than it is in the town right now. I see. My uncle can get quite aggressive when he's pushed as well. <laughs> I'm just imagining that, like mid-conversation, Michaela's head's just like popped up between <laughs> Professor <laughs> Yuri talking. <laughs> ah, you you move extremely quietly. That is quite a skill. Thank you. <laughs> I think there's a loud crash and Z falls into the room as well. And um. As you stumble in, um, the, an old ham radio, hastily kind of installed into the ship's bridge, begins to buzz into life and crackles, making strange noises. And the signal is extremely garbled, but does appear to have a voice in there somewhere. But in a scrambled state, you can't make out the words. And Yuri hits it with a calloused hand and says, Dajimov, this piece of junk, it never works. <sighs> you can never unscramble this damn thing. Would you, uh, would you like me to take a look at that old chap? I, I, I do a dab hand with technology, you know. I think I might be able to, might be able to fix up your radio. Uh, please be my guest. Free repair work is the best kind of repair work. Um, do you have any, uh, any tools to hand? Um, he looks around and he slides a rusty toolbox towards you. Ah, well, this will hopefully do. Uh, uh, so, uh, Professor would sort of have a look in the toolbox and see if he can find any sort of screwdriver or something like that to have a go at this radio um, and then can I take a look at the radio and see if I can work out what's wrong with it yeah um, you find a screwdriver and a wrench that seems older than the boat somehow um, and you <laughs> head over to the radio make a smarts check for me see if you can figure out a way to tune the radio to the signal that's incoming uh, three successes okay um, you crouch down and begin um, fiddling with the many knobs on this archaic radio but eventually the static fades away and you hear the voice of an SOS message that says Mayday, Mayday. This is Captain Ford of the USS Morningstar. Our ship has run aground into the ice field and we are unable to break free. Uh, please send assistance as soon as possible. We are in dire need of help. Our coordinates are 8309 36.4 north, 79 west. And the message begins to repeat on a loop. And you realise that this is kind of, in standard military practice, a re uh, repeated SOS message. 
um, yeah. that is set to continuously loop until somebody answers it. Oh, there you go, Yuri. I seem to have fixed your uh, your tuning problem on the old radio, and uh, I think in doing so, I found us some coordinates. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, your your hands seem to be magic. Thank you very much. I shall plug in those coordinates right now. And when he says plug in his coordinates, he looks over to a very big grubby paper map and with a kind of old school compass goes there and then gets a pencil and stabs it in where he needs to go <laughs> that marks the spot um who else is in the room with us is it just the uh, professor yuri um, michaela and me or uh yeah would would the captain and diana have heard the radio come to life and gone to investigate or would we not hear anything i'll i'll, I'll say with with the commotion um that's kind of going on we'll say we've wandered we've wandered over um and have heard this sos also how big is this boat i can't imagine that anything that's said on this boat can be like largely hidden from other people it's not huge it's yeah it's it's not a place for privacy let's be honest um (laughs) yeah yeah in that case i look at the captain um and say sir i thought we were going to see the uss philly is is the morning star another word for the philly are we are the aliens here yet I'll glance sharply at the captain now that he's told me about the Philadelphia. I'm like, <laughs> um, <laughs> I think you may be getting some of those literal wires crossed there, um, Z. No, no, the doctor took care of the wires. That's <laughs> how the radio got turned on. Well, um, let's just uh, let's let's just keep our destination between us for now. Don't you worry. We'll we'll be there soon. By the works of the good doctor it seems we've got some coordinates professor um, would you call me a professor professor i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> yes sir yes doctor sir <laughs> professor doctor sir so is it morning star or philly <clears throat> doesn't matter what's called all that matters is we're heading towards it now we're going to see aliens michaela that is really exciting are they green and as you say that suddenly you hear a beeping and Yuri looks over and wipes some dust and grime off what appears to be a retrofitted sonar system. And you see a dot blinking on the far edge is beginning to get closer. We, uh, this is, um, this has not happened in some time. Uh, what's that? Uh, this is, uh, sonar. Are you not Navy? No? Yes? No, I'm not Navy. Ever been in submarine? I mean, this is where I got it from. Was from some. I mean, I found this. It um by relative salvage. It is Yuri's, and Yuri's alone. I know it's sonar. I'm wondering what that dot is. Well, that dot, in terms of sonar, is something large. That is, and as it beeps again, um, it's become another concentric circle closer. That is getting very quickly um close to us. Uh. By Jove, more more wildlife, perhaps a whale? Uh, perhaps. It probably needs to be at least size of whale in order to get a successful ping. Exactly. That's That's got to be a, a vessel of some kind. If the doctor taught me anything in my many years underneath his skillful um, practice, it's fear dots. It's very important to fear dots coming towards you or inside of you, mainly inside of you, but the other way works <laughs> so as well. So there is a vessel heading towards us. I mean, it could be a whale. And Yuri looks out in the direction of where the sonar is pinging, and it is an expanse of icebergs and icy plateaus. If it's a vessel, then it is definitely um, 
Submersible. Oh. Uh, a submarine. That's terrifying. This couldn't have anything to do with the Morning Star, could it, sir? Is the Morning Star a submarine? I'm not sure. From what I from what I knew, it was a was a freighter. Um, uh, everybody, roll a wit check for me. That's a fail for me with a strange. I got two stranges and one heart, zero successes. Uh-oh. I also got two strangers. Oh, no! And the fail. I got two successes. <laughs> oh boy! So that takes us to ten minutes past doom. Oh my god! God damn. Um. So the sonar dot gets closer and closer and the beeping gets louder and louder and suddenly the boat is heavily rocked um, from underneath. All of those who failed their wit check um, lose their footing and tumble down and take one wound each, um, kind of clanging into the rusty metal. Uh, Diana, uh, you and the captain and Yuri manage to brace yourselves and hold on um, as the waves slowly subside as everyone else groans on the floor. Uh, uh, Yuri, does this place have life jackets? They like every single time I knock my head against things, I knock my head against things. What? What? Good observation. What was that? Life jacket? Yes, life jacket. <laughs> Yuri, do we have life jackets? Life jacket of which you speak. I have a straight jacket. <laughs> what is this? Health and safety. No. <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, jacket which gives life <laughs> no 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 I don't want to be underwater is Michaela's fear water you know what? I'm going to get you to roll a yeah. fear check as the water sloshes up kind of onto the deck slightly from the waves so when you're rolling a fear check um, you're rolling your strange pool and it has a challenge rating based on how scary the thing is um, so for this as you're not actually in water it's not going to be too difficult but if you f- and okay. you're rolling your strange, so you're wanting to get strange symbols to succeed. Okay, so I just have I just roll with nothing added to it, just the whatever I had for strange already. Yes, yeah. Okay. And if you fail, um, at the moment everybody's fear status should be at stable. If you fail, it will move up to afraid. And what that means is, and on our automatic dice roller, it will minus one skill die from every pull. And if you are then hit with another fear check and you become terrified, you then lose two skill die from every pull to a minimum of one. Right. So you can still roll, but the more scared you get, the harder things are going to be. So the way to think about it is, is that if you're trying to make a wit check to unlock a door really quickly with a key, if you're scared and your hands are shaking, then it infinitely makes things mm. harder. I mean, we've all seen horror movies where somebody's trying to get into the car and they're dropping the keys and you're like, God damn it, stop dropping the keys. Um, but when you think about it, it actually makes a lot of sense because when you're scared, motor functions, mm. like fine motor functions, just go out the window, as does a lot of logical thought. Um, so, yeah. Got it. Okay. I did get a success and I also got one strange. Excellent. Okay. So as you had to make a fear check, the doom clock does go up by one minute, but you passed. So, you Good. take a deep breath, uh, and as the rocking of the boat begins to subside and the water retreats from the deck, you keep yourself calm and you stand back up, um, kind of not letting the fear take over you. Did uh, did any of us manage to to spot what has caused the boat to 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 rock like that? I'm gonna say, Diane, did you you got two wit, didn't you? That is correct. So I'm going to say, as you grabbed um, the kind of railing to keep yourself steady, you looked over the edge and you saw a large 
dark shadow, definitely bigger than any whale you've ever seen, move underneath the boat and back under the ice. Uh, that was no whale. And I, uh, I don't know if that could have been a submarine. Not this close. What the hell is out here? Well, whatever it is, it's not too friendly. And Yuri nods his head forwards and ahead of you, in a long valley of ice leading towards your coordinates, bobbing and floating on the surface are the bodies of a family of whales, strewn all the way along the path in front of you. I'm not a marine biologist, but I don't think that's normal. That is definitely not good omen. That's definitely not normal. Why is it that all of the nature I would have liked to see on this trip is dead? I think we should turn around. I agree. Turning around sounds like a good idea. More importantly, Professor, what is killing them? Uh, well, mm. I think more importantly is that we turn around. I agree. We can't turn around. This is our mission. This is how it works, if you didn't know. Oh. oh it may not right. be ideal, but Diana is completely right. It is our mission, and we need to keep moving forward. And, um... The captain kind of leans back, takes a long drag on his cigar, and says, Although this is not ideal, I do admit. So, everybody, maybe let's get a bit more serious here now, and everyone, keep an eye out. Let's have a bit of a watch going on all the perimeters of the boat. Um, we don't want this thing to sneak up on us again. The sonar should help, but if we can get eyes on this thing, then maybe we can figure out what's going on here. Well, um, d Yuri, does this boat go any faster? I'd quite like to not be in the ocean any longer with whatever that thing was. Ah, you wish to go turbo. Okay. He lifts up the cap of the engine, takes a swig of um, clear um, alcoholic liquid and spits it into the engine, which then just flames and the boat surges forward and you crash through the semi-eaten carcasses of these whales as you begin to weave oh, your way. Um through um, this icy passage towards your destination. I like, I'd like to whoa, think... Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, I'd like to think the moment he tries to do that, all of us, and even, even <laughs> Z's like, no! Yeah. And he still does it. And we suddenly lurch forward. Oh, it's a bad smell. And I'm amazed that Yuri is ramming anything with this boat. <laughs> <laughs> worried for its structural integrity. <laughs> <laughs> Surprisingly resilient. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, can I, like, turn the turbo off? Uh, he, he's, he's got a mouthful of the liquid. He's just like, you don't want turbo? <laughs> no, no turbo. And he goes, and and, and he, he gulps the liquid and says, that's fine, more for Yuri anyway. Rost <laughs> takes another drink and goes back to the wheel. I think we should approach cautiously and stealthily. I think that would be mighty wise. I look at Mikhail and says, it's been nice knowing you for the past few hours. Are you going somewhere? Well, not me personally. <laughs> <laughs> so your the lusty shrimp continues on its merry way, and as your boat rounds an iceberg, uh, after about kind of forty-five minutes, you finally see the USS Morning Star. The military vessel towers above your tiny fishing boat as you approach, ice crawling up its beached hull like fingers trying to drag it down into the depths below. The prow of the ship has mounted a thick icy plateau and is embedded in a wall of ice. As you drift by, the metal creaks and groans like a large creature in pain or discomfort, struggling desperately to break free. So as you approach, 
you see there are two ways that you could potentially board the boat. You could pull the Lusty Shrimp up alongside the Morningstar and climb up some rigging uh, that is kind of hanging over the side, or um, you could moor yourself on the icy plateau and go around up the cliff and kind of jump on from where it's crashed um, into this large kind of icy cliff. So the decision is up to you guys. What way would you like to go? I think I'd probably leave the, the tactical decisions in terms of uh, approaching <laughs> approaching the boat to the, the good captain, the good lieutenant. Uh, they probably have the, the best ideas for how to approach these things. I mean, I got stopped going into a pub, so I definitely shouldn't be going in first at a boat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, these guys both looked to me as well. Like, yeah, at exactly the same time as well. It was like... <laughs> <laughs> For our listeners, that was a very slow, calculated looking up towards Aaron. Yeah, I'll, I'll look to the captain. Well, the way I see it, part of me's not a fan of going out on the ice again, but we might be able to get a vantage point and have a look at what we're dealing with before we head onto the boat. I think I'd be one to agree. Also, that boat looks mighty unstable. We don't know what the shape of its hull is underneath there. If that thing sinks... We're more to the boat, could mm. drag us all down. Mm. So, um, if anyone's up for a little walk on the ice, um, I think um, it's time to get your snow boots on. It sounds much better than climbing. <laughs> so, no one's afraid of the dot getting us, you know, the dot, the, the scary thing, the, the dot? I mean, it's better than staying on the boat. The, the dot can only get us in the ocean. Okay, so let's get off the boat. Have you come across many dots, Miss, Man, Madam? Ma'am, I've come across sir. many dots in my time. Yes, ma'am. It'll be all right, Z. You can just use your demon powers. Oh, yeah. Good idea. Yuri leans out of the bridge and says, um, I will stay here and I shall guard the boat and um, your exit strategy, as it um, has been come to be known, strangely. Uh, do not worry about me. I have got um, enough... Uh, provisions, and he looks over to a very large pile of bottles and um, armaments, and he raises his um, harpoon gun, now fully cranked and loaded with a bolt, um, to keep myself protected as well and occupied. So um, do not worry, you give Yuri a holler, and he will be ready to go. Hopefully. I whispered to Michaela, the last time somebody said that, I never saw them again. Uh, I'll nod at Yuri. Thank you. Yuri, we appreciate it. And then I'll take a step closer and, um, and say, if you leave us in the lurch, I will hunt you down. Ooh, roll a hearts check for me to intimidate Yuri. You have a particular set of skills. She's so badass. And I'm going I'm to say, <laughs> and I'm going to say, have um, minor advantage. So throw in an extra yeah. skill die to that hearts check because that was, that was pretty damn threatening. Oh. <laughs> I want to be Diana when I grow up. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fail with one strange. Okay. Oh. So we are now 12 minutes past Doom. We are three minutes away from our first Doom event. And um, Yuri um, gives you a wry smile as you kind of square up to him. He says, um, do not worry, Miss Diana. Um, I am not bulking in any danger. I have um, plenty of the old uh, Dutch courage, as you say, as he rattles um, a not-so-empty hip flask at you. 
And, um, if you're feeling a little bit nervous, Miss Diane, may I offer you some Dutch courage also? It may help you, um, in your mission, perhaps. No, thank you. But good to know. I'll take some of that. <laughs> I want to be like Yuri when I grow up. <laughs> I thought he was Russian. I don't know. Yuri goes, much obliged. He hands, um, he hands a small bottle of whiskey to the professor. I got it right this time. I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll, I'll put that in my pocket for a chilly evening. Um, Z would like to go up to Yuri and say, please, sir, can I have some? <laughs> I'm going to get you to roll a wit check to see if you can take some stealthily without Captain Russell seeing. <laughs> oh, okay. So ro- roll a wit check for me and see if you can smuggle away some spirits. That is a indubitable no with two hearts and one grit. <laughs> um, uh, you clumsily try uh, to grab the bottle from Yuri's. He tries to sneak it to you and you drop it and it smashes on, on the floor and the captain looks around and stares at you hawk-eyed. But Yuri steps in front of you and goes below. Oh, silly me, butterfingers. Um, but don't worry, I seem to have plenty more in stock. You should get going on mission right now and take uh, take boy with you. Yes. Yes, Z, come along. <laughs> I mouth the words thank you to Yuri while like a icicle of a tear <laughs> like, comes down on the- <laughs> <laughs> You cry to it, it instantly freezes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and I join Michaela again. Yuri gives you a nod as you begin to head out onto the ice. Uh, You move down the gangplank and stand um, on this icy expanse, um, the icy cliffs ahead of you to mount and get on to the USS Morningstar. The ice creaks and groans underfoot as you slowly begin making your way across the ice. So, you're all going to reach the base of this kind of icy cliff. And I'd like everybody to make a grit check for me um, to try and climb this icy cliff. Oh, dear. (laughs) I failed with a luck and a a strange. I got a success with uh, two wits and one grit. Success. Did the the good professor fail? Uh, No, he managed on his two dice to roll a single grit, so he's he's, he's actually done all right. (laughs) So, yes, you all managed to clamber up. Apart from Z, oh. yeah, who everybody climbs, <laughs> climbs up to the top of the cliff and you look back and you realise Z is struggling to make his way up. He gets about halfway up before losing his footing and sliding back down um, onto <laughs> the ice, um, which, Z, roll a wit check for me. Uh-oh. Um, I rolled one success. Off in the hazy cold distance, the flat icy plateau seems to bulge slightly and that bulge begins to begin creeping towards you across the ice oh my gosh oh my gosh oh my gosh <laughs> and i what do i like do i see anywhere i can hide no um you're on a flat icy expanse and um you'll hear well, captain russell you're right down there z do you need a hand up yes i'm going to die please get me up please <laughs> oh, like right now there's, I'll, there's... I'll start running down there's, there's a thing, guys. There's, there's, there's a thing. We've got a plan. Um, Captain Russell, quick as a flash, um, clips a climbing rope to you, Diane, and it says, like, you go down and get the kid. I'll haul you back up once you get down. Sir. So you kind of rush down. Roll a grit check for me to kind of universal soldier run down the side of a cliff face to go and rescue the psychic boy. Beautiful. Whoa. <laughs> Ooh. Um, I fail, but... I think I'm going to use my skill 
Deus Ex Machina, um, where I can choose to reroll any check and add an additional skill die to your pool when doing so. Awesome. Oh my gosh. We're coming for you, Z! <laughs> well, not me specifically. <laughs> but by we, I mean, I mean the captain and Diana. <laughs> yes, we're here giving moral support. <laughs> Are you still holding the bottle of whiskey in one hand? Yes, and an umbrella in the other. Somehow I to climb with both. Yes. Like an ice pick, this umbrella, you know. That's two successes. Fantastic. Yeah, so as soon as um, you hear the click on your belt, um, you run down the side of the cliff, um, the captain belaying you down. You gather Z up into your arms, hoist him over your shoulder, and the captain begins to hoist you um, back up. And you see at the corner of your eye, Diana, and you see, peering over her shoulder, see this bulging mass evidently underneath the water in the ice um, kind of come up to the edge of the cliff, stop, and it slowly sinks down and disappears. Can't get us on the ice, she says. The dot can't get us on the ice, she says. It will be fine, she says. <laughs> you want me to drop you? No, no, ma'am. Thank you, ma'am. Well, it didn't actually get you, so I think you'll find she was technically correct. Thank you. You got me there, Doc. You got me there, as you usually do. Except this time, it's not inside of me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And as we arrive up back onto the the ice ledge or whatever it is, I'll kind of chuck him down. There's an audible oof, and then Z kind of pats himself up and says, I'm okay. (laughs) Z! You're welcome. Thank you, ma'am, sir. I still don't know what to call you, sir, ma'am. Sir, ma'am? You may call me ma'am. Ma'am. Captain Russell smiles slightly and says, Good work, (laughs) ma'am. Shall we? And and kind of gestures to the boat. (laughs) Yes, I think that'd be a jolly good idea. Let's, um, should we get on with the mission, as it were? We seem to be digressing quite a lot. (laughs) Yes, um... Onwards onto the boat, I suppose. And um, he begins leading the way across the ice um, onto the prow of the ship. Is everyone else following? Yeah, in that case, mm-hmm. I'll take up the rear to make sure that these guys, you know, <laughs> get there. <laughs> cool. You jump kind of onto this boat and your boots hit the metal surface with a clang. And as you look around, you see there doesn't appear to be any movement aboard the ship and the upper decks appear to be lifeless kind of tools and buckets left kind of where they were um jobs that look like they were half abandoned um in a hurry but i'd like you all to roll a wit check for me okay uh that is a fail with zero strange fail with no strange for me as well uh that is one success for me Ah, that's a fail with one strange, but I do have a luck. Okay, you can bank that luck, but we're on 14, we're on 14 doom. Yeah, so how how luck works is whenever you uh, take a check or make a roll, uh, if you have luck in your bank, you can choose to use any amount of the luck in your bank to add that many skill die to the roll. So the fool gets to bank loads of luck if, if they want to and then add it to like a big roll if they're trying to do something really, really stupid. Okay, cool. <laughs> Sounds good. Cool. Right, so, Diana, with your one successful wit check, you look around the seemingly empty ship, but as you look up towards the bridge, which is definitely not a shed sitting on top of a boat like on Yuri's, this is a proper fully-fledged bridge, you see from one of the large heavy-duty portholes, there appears to be a figure or a dark shape 
watching you that quickly disappears into the dark bowels of the ship. Hold, I say. <laughs> like, raise my fist up. What am I holding? <laughs> <laughs> the captain stops. <laughs> I, on the other end, just grab the ultimate <laughs> <laughs> What's um? What's up, Lieutenant? I saw something. There was a, a figure. Someone's here. Okay. And they've seen us. And I'll just kind of start stepping towards the porthole where I saw the figure, like slowly. Um, the captain tells everyone and goes, okay, somebody's seen us and they're not making themselves known and potentially maybe dealing with hostiles, so safety's off and eyes sharp, everybody. Let's go. Follow uh, Diana's lead and uh, begins making his way up the steps following you. Great. Yeah, and I've got my gun out. I'll turn to Michaela and just say, it's, it's, it's probably just the crew. I mean... If, if, if I was here, I probably wouldn't want to come outside either. It's freezing. So you make your way up and you reach the porthole and kind of swing around and peer through it. And what you see is a bridge that is completely empty. There's rows of computers and chairs, but there, once again, there seems to be no signs of life. Um, just tasks left half done. Hmm. It appears to be empty. Looks like... Looks like they left in a hurry. Were we supposed to find people in here? I mean... Maybe it was just a shadow. The shadow of what? Oh, you know, things playing tricks in your eyes. It happens to me all the time. I see things that aren't there all the time. I'm sure it does. Uh, Captain... rude. Do you... (laughs) Do you know what the status of the ship was supposed to be? There was an SOS call, but... Did we know if there were any survivors? Pretty unclear. I mean, this is part of our part of our mission is to ascertain if there are any survivors, and if we can extract um, key personnel, then we should. But I'm starting to have a sneaking suspicion we are not going to find many people on this boat. I mean, if I was on this ship, I think uh, if if we ran aground and there's no chance of getting the boat free, I'd probably make a trek for it on the ice, wouldn't you? I'm not going to sit around here and wait for wait for rescue in the freezing cold, surely. Then where are they? Sir, um, just a point of clarification. Um, when you say we were to check if there were any survivors, what exactly were they surviving? Was it aliens? Again, that was classified, and that was not information that I was made privy to, neither anyone on this team. Our job is to go in here, assess the situation, retrieve any data or key personnel that we can, and get out. Understood. Let's keep moving. I turn to Michaela immediately after the captain says that and says, it was totally aliens. (laughs) I think you're right. Maybe it's your old basketball team. (laughs) (laughs) Very unlikely. (laughs) Very unlikely. They stayed away from Earth, you see. Pity. Also, my dad killed them. Oh, I'm so sorry. I think we need a spin-off with these characters. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Diana keeps going. Cool. Um, you head over to the bridge door. It's a large kind of iron cast door uh, with a turn wheel um, to open it. Uh, would you like to open it and go inside? Um, yeah, I'll, I'll wait for the captain to come up like on the other side. Yeah. So that he can be ready to like go through. And I'll give the wheel a turn. Yeah. He stacks up on the other side, chews on his cigar, 
pumps his shotgun and gives you the nod. He's still got his cigar. <laughs> of course he does. It's the world's <laughs> longest cigar. He's got multiple. Okay, he got a new one at some point. Whenever somebody looks away, he just replaces his cigar yeah, with a new yeah, cigar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's got more, more cigars than bullets. <laughs> um, but I imagine Z follows uh, the captain as well. Oh, yeah, uh, me too. <laughs> Everyone else... um. Keep clear of the door. Um, me and Diana will clear the room, okay? So just wait out here until we hear the all clear. Roger that. Diana, after you. Thank you, sir. Okay, I'll um head into the room with my gun raised. Cool. You creak open um, the turn wheel um, and swing the door aside and gun raised move into the room. And as you swing it around, it appears to be completely empty and quiet. There are coffee mugs um, kind of laid out on desks now with the frozen remnants of the kind of the the last dregs of a cafetiere in there. And it appears like no one has been here in quite some time, at least a few days. Um, is there any like place that people could potentially be hiding behind or any doors that lead to other rooms immediately off this one? At the end of the room, um, you see that there is a door that has a kind of stair symbol leading down and you assume that this is the entrance that will take you down into the other lower decks got it i'm just gonna go and open the door to make sure that no one's behind it okay um yeah you creak open this door and kind of wave your rifle in there kind of looking around scanning and you don't see anyone however this stairwell is a lot darker and you can see that the lights at the base of the stairwell are flickering okay i'll go back into the room proper clear yeah, the captain who swept the other end of the room also has clear, um, and everyone is free to kind of enter inside. Hey, Doc, Michaela, you know, the submarine's pretty large. I think there's only one logical course of action. Should we split up? I mean, what could go wrong? You want to split up? As in, we, the three of us should go and explore as well. We're not splitting up. You guys oh. are staying right here where we can keep an eye on you. It just seems mighty inefficient, you know? Maybe more efficient, but it's tactically unwise. I'm afraid I have to agree with the military personnel. I will be firmly sticking by the side of the people with the guns. <laughs> I have a pistol. Yeah. And Z has a demon hand. I do. <laughs> Let's just stick together for now. So as 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 we come into the bridge, uh, is there sort of... um anything that looks like it could be a um like a computer or um like a log or anything like that that might give us an idea of where we need to be heading in the ship like a like a map or a like sort of picture of what the layout of the ship is yeah so as you kind of pause and you begin to listen you begin to hear a very familiar voice and you hear the mayday mayday this is captain ford of the uss morningstar um and as you kind of round on one of the computers, you realise this is the captain's computer and that this is where the SOS has been triggered from. But it's been triggered quite a few days ago and no one seems to have used it very recently. You also see a schematic up on the wall of the uh, ship itself. And currently you're sitting on the bridge. You have the main deck where you've just come from. Below you is the labs. And below that is containment, um, as well as crew quarters. And then you have uh, the hold. Um, you mentioned there were like half empty coffee cups and stuff, right? Yeah. Um, can I 
go and stick my finger into one of them and see what how it feels like what temperature it is how like coagulated it is you um reach your kind of fingers inside and prod inside one of the cups and you hear a dink um as you touch frozen coffee okay well certainly no one's been here for a few days makes sense well looking at these uh looking at the schematics here um it seems that if we go down that stairwell there we'll end up at the labs um i imagine uh, the the data we're looking for is probably stored there um if the crew of this ship has any sense um and also maybe if we go deeper into the ship we might find um might find any crew trying to stay warm inside out here seems to be frozen like the coffee that's actually a good call professor well i didn't get three phds for nothing (laughs) (laughs) better not have been for nothing i really don't want to ask what those degrees are um shall we diana (laughs) and it could get justice towards the stairwell don't think there's um anything useful up here for us all right moving out okay i'll lead the way I uh, I have claustrophobia as a fear, so I think um, oh. when I look at the staircase in the darkness, I am immediately overcome with like a like a sense of dread, and you know, reminiscent of the early times, the times that I've kind of put it out, outside of my head. I just take a step back and say, um, y- "You guys go ahead. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going down there." Oh yes, you are. No, I ain't. You're staying right where we can keep an eye on you. I'm afraid Diana's right, son. You're going to have to um come along with us. And with that, Z, I would like you to roll a fear check. <laughs> uh, w- one success. Okay, Um, you manage to steady yourself, and the stairs, you know, it's, it's stairs. It's not enclosed. Stairs lead somewhere that potentially might be a wide open space and not a small metal box trapped inside a ship. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so g- given the encouragement and, well, I say, I say less encouragement and more <laughs> forceful <Yeah. laughs> blackmail-esque kind of situation, <laughs> um, Z kind of just slowly heads down, uh, like muttering under his breath, it's just a staircase, it's, it's, it's just a staircase, it's, it's just stairs, you know, metal. You mentioned that the lights were flickering. Um, oh, yeah. Is, how dark is it? Um, at the moment, it's intermittent, but I think... It would be good for you to roll a fear check as well, as uh, as as, right. as the prospect of it about to be plunged into probably near pitch black is not uh, very I, pleasant. I get, for I, get you. I get one success as well. One success. So yeah. Do we have flashlights at all? Yeah. So I'll say like you've you've got flashlights attached to, kind of to the front of your gun. So you and the captain yeah. um have flashlights. And I'll say I'll say cool. the, the 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 rookie Michaela's got a flashlight. So. You descend this set of metal stairs, your steps echoing out into the long, dark, metallic hallways that lie below. And you take your first few tentative steps forward, and some automatic lights try to blink into action, but remain flickering and not really working correctly. One long fluorescent tube sways from the ceiling from a frayed wire as the light reveals the chaos before you of shattered glass, scattered paper, most worryingly, streaks of blood on the floor leading up the corridor away from you. Far out. I, this, I haven't seen this much blood in a long time. Isn't that right, Doc? And I look at the first. <laughs> uh, yes, it's been at least, well, how long is the plane journey? Two days and then another two days on the boat. Or at least six days since I've seen this much blood. Give or take, yeah, I'd say. Okay. Uh, 
yeah, I, I also want to go and uh, ch- just check out the blood um, to see if I can ascertain how fresh that is. Cool. Um, the broken glass crunches underfoot as you make your way um, over to kind of survey the destruction. You crouch down and you see the blood is beginning to dry and it's not super fresh. And as you kind of look ahead of you, you see that off to your left, where the source of the glass has come from, is a laboratory that would have had a glass front um, with basically um, kind of quarantine chambers that people would have to go in to decontaminate and go through. One of these chambers is just gone. It's just smashed through. And as you follow the blood streak, you see there is a bloodied hazmat suit inside the lab, but nobody's inside it. Do any of the streaks look like they're somebody's moved a body somewhere or another, or just random streaks? S- some looks like splatter. Um, one looks like it leads towards one of the doors leading off onto the right. That appears to be an office. This doesn't look like somebody's been dragged, but maybe that they've pulled themselves up and have dragged themselves or pulled an injured leg behind them. Everyone, be careful. Uh, keep a sharp eye out. Whatever this thing is that's been attacking these people could still be here. All right? I would like to walk into the office. I'm going to follow. I'm not going to let you guys do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, if I may, uh, I'd, I'd quite like to have a look around this lab and see if I can find this research. And um, with the state of things, uh, I'd suggest we... Uh, Maybe find that and then get out of here, because this does not look like a place I want to be for very long, especially with the state of these lights. Our priority is to find any crew members that are alive. We should follow the blood. I think actually yeah. our priority is the data. Uh, crew lives are largely circumstantial. Huh. Are they? I'll like walk up to the professor. <laughs> <laughs> and while she's doing that, I'm going to nudge open the door. Yep. <laughs> um, Michaela and I are going to go check the office. You begin squaring up to the professor as Michaela reaches out to try the door, um, but finds it rattles in her grasp as the door is locked. Okay, I'm going to aim my pistol at the lock and um, try and open it that way. Oh, okay. Go for <laughs> Suddenly it. Michaela became badass. <laughs> Do I notice this happening? I mean, you'll hear the bang, I'm sure. I'm going to say roll a wit check uh, to see if you notice this happening. And I'll get you to roll another wit check to see if you can react ah, in time. Damn, that's a fail with one strange. And that takes Ooh. us to quarter past strange. So, Uh-oh. a number of things are going to happen. As tensions rise, the professor makes his comment. Diana's blood gets up as she turns around, furious with him and storms over to him. And Michaela now seeing... Diana, distracted, and the captain distracted, unsheaves her pistol and raises it, looks with uh, with a smile, gives him a nod, and shoots the lock. The lock blows off and the door creaks open, but the noise of the gunshot rings and echoes out through the hallways. And as it does so, all of you roll a wit check for me. It's a success for me. I think I'm going to expend my luck here. Yeah. I also am going to expend my luck. <laughs> I'm probably going to do so as well. Then. I think they might have figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> here we go. That's two successes for me. I'll just expend one luck. Oof. Nah. Well, I gained another luck so I can give it back to myself. But and then I also got a heart and I got a strange and I also failed. <laughs> so that's 16 on the Doom Clock. 
This is going well. So uh, what did you get us all? I succeeded with one. Fantastic. So you all pause as you begin to hear within the walls, the vents, and seemingly all around you, a scuttling. And from the hallway ahead of you, coming out of the lab, you hear small feet skittering and crunching on the broken glass, as what appears to be a rat appears from around the corner, or something that looks like a rat. It's larger, around the size of a small dog, its eyes enlarged and black as pitch, its scabby fur on end. As it opens its mouth to reveal sharp teeth, a cluster of tendrils unfurls from its mouth, and it lets out a high-pitched shriek as two more rats crawl from the ceiling and the walls and make their way into the corridor towards you and begin to try and encircle you as Michaela looks up towards you guys as you're all looking in horror and goes, What? (laughs) The shot having briefly deafened her. So what I'm going to say is, because you guys roll successful witch checks, you guys are going to go first, then it's going to be the rats, and the order's going to be separated now, and Michaela is going to go last. Oh. So you guys have gotten split up in the order because Michaela deafened herself and she's not aware of the rats making her w- their way towards her yet. So yeah, what would you guys like to do? You've got three horrible rats coming towards you. So how close are they to... Because at the moment, in my mind, uh, the cap... Where's actually the captain? Because I know the professor and the lieutenant are away together. And I know Michaela and I are together near the door that leads to the office. Um, uh, Where are the rats and the captain? So the captain and Diana and the professor are a little bit further back in the corridor. The door where you're at is in the middle of the corridor. And there's a door at the kind of other end of this corridor um, with kind of the step symbol leading back down. Um, The rats have kind of come out of the ceiling anything quite near you and out of the lab at the other end so they're only about kind of 10-15 feet from you um, whilst they're probably around kind of 30-ish feet uh, 40 feet from uh, Diana the captain and the I was about to call him the good doctor the good professor Um, (laughs) I would so just to be abundantly clear there's no creatures as far as we know inside of the office Um, not that you've seen you've blown the handle off of the door but you haven't opened the door and taken an action to observe inside. So there might be something in the office, possibly. Yeah, I'll, I'm going to use my mirage. So I'm going to create an illusionary uh, illusion of myself uh, closer to the rats, um, just if, if only to distract them um, for, for a bit. Okay. And I'm going to, I believe that, would that count as my interact? Uh, yes, because it's not doing any damage. So your, so your mirage will... Will, will be that and i would like to move into the room uh, the office okay so you move into your office. are you closing the door uh no because uh, michaela's outside okay um inside you see what appears to be an officer's office it's very neatly arranged um but the blood trail kind of sticking to your shoes it leads around a large kind of wooden desk um, and there is a leather chair on the other side of the desk facing away from you and the blood seems to lead to there of course <laughs> yep i'm just gonna i don't i don't see anything to attack so i'm just gonna end my turn there so if if you um if you don't want to use your attack on your turn you can also use another interact so maybe like if oh. you wanted to call michaela into the room or something like that you could you could do something like that okay in that case yes i will definitely do that um 
Actually, instead what I'm going to do is if, if this counts as an interact is head to the, the office chair and turn it around very slowly. Okay, you turn the officer chair around very, very slowly and in it you find a man sitting there. He seems to be in a ship's captain's uniform, but in the state that he's in you'd struggle to recognise him. He's missing his arm, um, his right arm, from the elbow down and blood is streaming from the hastily bandaged wound and his face and skin is contorted in pain and pale with what appears to be thick black veins rising to the surface and as you turn the chair around his eyes blink open and he looks right at you but as we're in combat that's where we'll end your turn so um, oh, dun, dun, yeah. <laughs> um who would like to go next so the professor is is jolly terrified um, of these scary rats is there um any place that looks kind of safe or like uh, a place that maybe i could go that would get me the furthest away from the rats possible so you can either make your way through to the left um into the lab um through the smashed kind of containment unit or there is a door to your right that you can explore so i think i'm gonna i'll, I'll be like um well uh Dana, maybe we'll pick up this argument later. Um, I think we've got some issues to deal with here. Uh, and, uh, and and I'm sort of just going to slowly sidle my way into the lab out of the <laughs> out of the action. Um, <laughs> while I'm in the lab, can I investigate the lab and see if I can spot somewhere that I might find that research that I'm so desperate to find? Cool. Yeah, roll a smarts check for me. Uh, three successes. Wow. Okay. You have a look around and you see there's bits of paper scattered everywhere things kind of scrawled on walls obviously the lab has been kind of torn asunder so everything is kind of all mixed up and jumbled around but from beginning to decipher this you see a world map laid out with pins in certain locations one of them being your current location you remember it from the from the radio broadcast that you heard earlier others appear around what you recognize as the bermuda triangle the south pole and a cluster of tiny Pacific islands. And it has notes all over it, something about low dimensional in integrity at these coordinates. And you see there's a series of numbers starting at one, rising to 18. Um, and you see that all of them have been crossed out, apart from 17, which has been circled in green as a success. And 18 has been left blank and has a bloody handprint next to it. And as you turn behind you, you see that there is two smashed containment units uh, behind you um, that you would need to investigate a little bit closer to figure out what's been going on there. So that's the good professor. Uh, who'd like to go next? I turn around and start shooting at the rats. Okay, so if you roll your attack for me and see if you can destroy some rats. Yes, that's a success of one. Okay, yeah. Um, You heave up your big heavy kind of machine gun and let it rip and the bullets smash into the side of the rat and tear away large chunks of it and a large amount of flesh that would have killed any normal rat but this rat although it is looking quite heavily beaten up is still crawling its way towards you kind of across the wall what the hell is going on here um i don't know just just keep firing and the captain's gonna uh, raise his rifle and fire at the same rat uh, that you fired at and he also hits and spl it splats into the rat and the rat falls off 
uh, the wall and falls down dead. Um, so you've managed to blast one of the rats away, but one of them is crawling its way towards you guys um, on the ceiling, and one is crawling towards you um, on the floor as well. So ah, because because Michaela deafened herself with by shooting um, a handle at point blank range. If everyone else is gone, then that means it is the rat's mm. turn, and the, the only rat. person still in the oh, corridor, no. and the only person still in the corridor is Michaela. Um, so one of the the rat that's crawling along the floor is going to scurry its way over towards you and it is going to open its maw and tendrils kind of reaching outwards is going to try and bite you um, and it completely whiffs it um, skidding on some of the kind of sticky blood streaks um, and snaps uselessly um, at your ankles um, and hisses. Uh, the other um, is going to crawl along the ceiling and it is going to try and launch an attack at Diana and that one hits. And that does uh, two wounds. Oh no! Cool. And that is the rats. So there is um, one kind of on the wall beside you, Dan, are these kind of like barbed tendrils from its mouth whipping out at you and slashing into you. And there's one nipping at your heels, Michaela, and it is now your turn. So um, when it's nipping at my heels, would you say that it's between me and the office door or no? No, no, it's, it's kind of come up behind you as you're by the office door and it's kind of nipping at your Achilles tendon, uh, trying to okay. bite you on the back of the leg. Great. So um, the on- I, because I was deafened, the only thing I've noticed is Z running into the office. So I guess I'm just going to go and then I'm going to run into the office behind Z and slam the door shut. Cool, um, so say you use your move to get into the office um, and you slam the door shut using your interact. And as you turn around, you see firstly a shocked looking Z. And as you look over to the leather chair behind the desk, you see a man in a captain's uniform, missing one arm, covered in black bulging veins, um, looking at you. And he does not look like he's having a good time. That doesn't look good. <laughs> is, is there anything else you'd like to do? Yeah, so I, th- I think we're back to the top of the round, so I think it's it's Z again. Yeah. Um, so I think Z's gonna scream. Ah! So as, as you scream, um, the captain of the chair coughs up a small amount of black blood and says, could you not be so loud? Um, Z just blinks and says, oh, I'm so sorry. Turns around and says, ah! <laughs> um, is it, um, are you okay? You you don't, sorry, stupid question. How not okay are you? <laughs> I don't think I'm, I'm, I'm very long for this world. Um, but are you, who, who are you? Are you with, with the military? Are you the, the rescue crew that's been sent here? Yes, we're the rescue crew. We have a doctor. We can we can we can treat your wounds. Just stay alive, but also tell us what's going on. And as you say that, you hear the kind of gunshots from outside. And says, "Well, it um, it sounds like you guys potentially might be not alive much longer, but I'll I'll try my best." And what we'll do there is is I think that probably accounts for the length of a of a combat turn. Um, yeah. So 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 we'll we'll reveal chunks of. Um, the captain's dialogue on your guys' turn whilst you're sealed inside the office whilst others are fighting the good fight outside against the rats and that's where we'll cut to next I'm, well I'm gonna I'm gonna continue to rummage the good rummage uh, oh, oh yes <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, so, uh, there's some containment units that things have broken out of. Is there any, like, computers or something that looks like it might hold data in here? So, roll another smarts check for me. Uh, two successes. Cool. Um, you ascertain that any data drives or anything kind of containing classified information has been removed or been destroyed um, in this space. But you, your eyes land upon these two glass cages that you saw before. You begin to analyse them a little bit closer. And the left-hand cage you see has compartments with a feeder and water looking like it was designed to house rats and is labelled entrance to containment unit. Each cage has a device inside it, and at the, it seems to be structured like a small door frame, but with wires and tech all coming off it. Um, there is no door or blockade, um, just a freestanding frame of, of a door. And the cage on the right has a very similar door, and is labelled Exit Containment. And that is the cage that is in a state of chaos. It has been smashed open on one side, leaving jagged shards of glass, as well as a thick black ichor that is streaked along many of the surfaces, the trails leading back to the little tronic doorway. And with a good roll of two, you see that in the non-destroyed cage, there is a little white mouse poking its head out of a cage, looking at you nervously, and on its back, painted in green, is the number 17. Ah, so this is the mouse from the diagram. I see, I see, I see. Um, uh, well, there's a little door here. And it's, um, so uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to try and take the mouse and coax it through the, the like, technologically looking thing because my curiosity has got the better of me and I want to try and work out what experiment they've been running. Okay, um, roll a heart check for me to try and convince the mouse to go through... Come on, little mouse. ...the door. <laughs> go through the door. Uh, that is nothing for me. Just a look. The, the mouse quivers in fear and stays in its cage. Well, I never was good with animals anyway. Um, uh, well... <laughs> It doesn't look like there's any data here, so I'm going to have to um, go find something else. Um, I say, um, Captain, um, uh, Diana, is, 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 is the hallway secure? <laughs> you hear the captain say, not quite yet, as he kind of lets off another volley of shots. I'll just quickly roll for him. And he blasts into the other rat that's coming towards you and takes some chunks out of it, but it's still coming. And that uh, takes us to you, Diana. What would you like to do? Yeah. Yeah, great. I'll shoot at it. Fantastic. Um, roll your attack for me. Uh, I don't know if this will affect any of uh, the captain's or Diana's um, actions, but there is like a figure of Z just standing there doing nothing in the middle of the corridor. The Mirage. Oh, oh the Mirage. Okay. Yes. Um, mirage. I've, I completely ah. forgot about your Mirage. Oh, yeah. So um, currently the rat that is coming towards them stops, sees this Mirage and starts kind of jumping at it, nipping at this Mirage. Um, and seems to be fully distracted. So, Diana, if you would like to have um, minor advantage to so add an extra skill die in there as the rat is distracted and it is not going to attack you this turn. Okay. That is still a success of one, but I got a luck in there. Okay. You line up your shot on this distracted rat and blow some major holes in it um, and blow one of its limbs off, um, but it is still skittering around very confused why none of its bites are landing purchase on this mirage i'm gonna roll a smart check for it to see if it actually figures out what's going on but you guys are very lucky as rats are dumb um 
It has it has no idea, and it continues to bite at the mirage. <laughs> Can I see the mirage from uh, in the in the lab? Is it like in the in the middle of the corridor? Yeah, because it's a glass fronted lab, so you can see. Um, I'm I'm imagining it. Z's mirage is him in the straight jacket doing a thing with his with with, <laughs> yeah. his, with his long yeah. sleeves. <laughs> I think you hit the nail right on the head. He's just kind of like. Almost dancing, kind of just trying to move around. <laughs> yeah. We will be accepting fan art of yes. this image. <laughs> Please submit on Facebook. Z waving his like hands, spray jacketed hands. Yes. So yes, so yes, Professor, you you, you can oh, see God, this flailing, flailing mirage. How obvious is it that it's a mirage, uh, or does it is it just a is it a carbon copy of Z? Ooh, uh, roll a smarts check for me. Did it for the rats, I'll do it for you. Uh, two successes. Two successes. Um, can I roll a smart check as well to see if I know if it's a mineral? Uh, yes, you, you, you can. Go for it. I'm just thinking if we're blasting bullets at rats in a corridor next to something that looks like Z, we should probably work out whether or not it's actually Z or not. <laughs> yeah. Good idea. I got one success. You both see that... And this... two luck. Ooh. So um, you both see that this is slightly translucent. And the Z you remember was wearing quite a large chunky parka that was way too big for him. Whilst now he is only wearing um, his kind of straight jacket, and it doesn't something doesn't seem quite right. It's kind of um the face is fixed in like a fixed like grin that doesn't move. Um, <laughs> it's like he's a computer character that's just frozen. And do we do we notice like when the when the rat's jumping at the mirage? Do we does it sort of like pass through it or yeah to make it, it like dead obvious that it's not a physical thing? Yeah, it, it's like it's kind of moving through smoke sure. and it kind of distorts it slightly and then it kind of snaps back too. Great. So I will not hold back with my gunshots. <laughs> interesting. Interesting. <laughs> So I think that's everyone in the main bit of the order. So it's going to be the rats. So we've only got two left. One of them is missing a limb and is attacking a mirage. He's rolled a smart check and he's failed again. Um, so he's going to continue to uh, attack the mirage. And this other rat is going to skitter towards Diana and the captain. And he's going to try and have nip the captain's leg, which it does so. It bites into his leg and draws some blood. Um, and I'm going to get the uh -oh. captain to roll a grit check as well, which he fails. Oh no. Which has consequences. So as he fails, um, the teeth of the rat dig into his leg as the tendrils begin to grow and spread out um, from the mouth of the rat and wrap around his leg. So the captain is now entangled and is being grappled by the rat. So he's not going to be able to move. He is now struggling against this rat that is now latched onto his leg and squeezing tighter and tighter, digging um, its barbs uh, into his leg as he kind of screams in pain. And that's that's the rats. So, Michaela, what are you doing? <laughs> Meanwhile, in the office. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, I think we're listening to the, um, the guys about to tell us what's happening. Sure. Yeah, so he leans kind of forwards in his chair, kind of clutching his arm. He says, um, I'm, I'm Captain Ford, and I was the, the captain of the USS Morningstar, and we were trying to continue research that was being done on the USS Philadelphia to do with teleportation, but rather than teleporting from one place on Earth to another, we realized there were other dimensions, other realms that we could 
cross over into that could be rich in resources that we could exploit and use for our own needs but something went terribly wrong we underestimated what was on the other side of the door there are things that live in the void that can take over living things consume them use them to spread and infect others it's it's the worms the little black worms don't let them get in you whatever you do and you need to you need to close the gate before any more of these things make their way across because if they do it'll be the end of us all where's the gate it's down in the hold it's the only part of the ship big enough to mount the experiment okay uh yep close the gate got it are the rats infected with the worms um if they've got tendrils and they're looking not quite like rats then most likely yes are you about to sprout tendrils well that's something i wanted to ask you to do for me before you go i want you to shoot me and we'll cut away um (laughs) and it cuts and it cuts to z so z the captain has announced oh, yeah. he w- he wants to be shot. Yeah. <laughs> it cuts back in. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Z kind of thinks for a moment and says, Do you have a gun? I do. Yeah, but I, I want a gun. This <laughs> <laughs> is completely not related. He just wants to have a gun. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't have a gun. Oh, me, I'm sorry. Uh, it's okay. I understand. We'll take care of it. One last question. What happened to the rest of your crew? Well, some of them got pulled into the void and were thrown to God knows where, and others, they they got infected and they changed. Some of them we managed to contain, some of them we didn't, and it was just pure chaos. I, I just want to be abundantly clear, Captain Ford. Is your crew this, taken over by this, these creatures still here in, in this ship? Do we need to be worried? Or are they, even worse, among civilians? I think you definitely need to be worried. And I feel that probably there are still definitely some on this ship. But what form they might have taken, I'm not so sure. In terms of it getting out into the wider population, I mean, I guess that's one of the reasons they stationed us in the Arctic away from everyone. One of the reasons, anyway. But I'm in no state to stop this thing, so... It's up to you guys to stop this from reaching the rest of the population. Not very sure. <laughs> I mean, I'd be the one shooting him, so are we... I guess I'm going to have to do that my next turn, is that right? Uh, I'll, I'll give you a free action. You can, you can gun him down. <laughs> okay. Well, I aim my pistol towards his head. Is he wearing a hat by any chance? Yeah, he's, he's wearing like a captain's cap. Okay, I'll, I'll take that off of him before uh, Michaela shoots him. Is there anything else you wanted to say before? It's, um, if you come across any data, I'd recommend destroying it. I wouldn't take it back to superiors. Just say it got crushed, it was set on fire. Just any anything else other than letting this happen again. All right. And I shoot him in the head. Okay. I'm not going to make you roll for it as it's an execution. <laughs> I feel that'd be cruel if you if I made you roll, you missed, missed. and then you've got to go oh. through it all again. And it's just a bit like uh, it's it's yeah. Uh. No, um, you he closes his eyes and you pull the trigger and the bullet slams through his head and he slumps down on the desk. Um, I have a question. How many bullets does a pistol have? 
It's got a magazine. Don't don't worry about that. We're not this okay. this isn't a bullet counting kind of game. Um, certain weapons, just to explain, have um, a element called reload. So basically, if you fire a more powerful weapon, like the shotgun, for example, then you have to spend your interact to reload it before you can fire it using your attack. So it means you have to burn your interact to use an attack. Um, right. For, for a more powerful weapon, whilst with a pistol, something with a magazine, not as high damage. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We, we cut away from this somber scene to more rat shooting. So can I can I make a wit check to see if I've heard that gunshot? Uh, yes, you may. Uh, no, not not a chance. No, you 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 are absorbed in your work trying to lure this small white mouse through a tiny doorway, um, and um, do not hear the gunshot. So have I have I seen the captain get bitten in the hallway? Oh, did you roll any smarts? Oh uh, yes. Then yes, um, yeah. You you didn't hear the gunshot, but looking over in that direction, you see a rat with ever-growing tendrils out of its mouth wrapping itself around. The captain's like, uh, I see a man in need of a- assistance, and so uh, uh, the professor is going to go umbrella in hand and attempt to thwack this <laughs> rat on the head with his umbrella. <laughs> I say, get off him, you beast! Um, uh, one success. One success. Cool. Um, so that's going to do one blunt wound to the rat, and I'm going to get it to roll a grit check and see if it manages to cling on to the leg. Which it does not. The, the good professor's efforts with his umbrella raise it, cracks it down um, on the rat's skull um, and kind of knocks it free from the leg. Um, its tendrils retract and it begins hissing. So then with my in, with my remaining interact action, I'm going to turn to the rat and start uh, opening and shutting my umbrella to attempt to sort of shoo it backwards. <laughs> it's like, Maybe. down, foul beast. Down. <laughs> back, back, I say. Make a heart check with major advantage because that's brilliant. <laughs> and, also, <laughs> with you. and also a reference from one of my favourite films. Uh, one success. <laughs> one success. Um, the, the rat hisses and backs up, so now it is um, out of a brawl um, with you now. Um, so it is now arranged as the doctor has herded it with its umbrella. Um, and that brings us to you, Diana. What would you like to do? Yeah, well, thanks to the uh, professor. I'm just going to yell, get him out of here. And then I'm just going to go real trigger happy on that rat. Okay, go for it. Roll your attack for me and let's see if we can gun down this rat. That is one success. Fantastic. Your bullets rain into this rat. And as the professor ushers it away um, from the captain and kind of directly into your line of fire, you unleash a hail of bullets um, and reduce this rat into a black messy pulp so there's still one rat left right there's one rat left um that's jumping in the air like trying to nip at a mirage um and is still very confused and the captain um steadying himself his leg now injured raises his rifle and he's going to um fire off some shots and see if he can kill it uh which he does he steadies himself breathes out lines up his shot and unleashes a hail of bullets uh, which splats the last remaining rat um, and with a last flourish and wave of its um, straight jacketed arms Z's mirage fades away uh, not being engaged by <laughs> any enemies any longer and yeah and you guys are out of combat you have destroyed all of the void rats for now what other enemies might lurk on the dark ship What will happen to the captain? And what if this strange portal 
find out on the next episode of Don't Forget Your Towel. Hello, hello, with no further hellos, that's for next time. We hope you had fun listening to this week's episode. Don't forget to check out the links to the Shiver Kickstarter below. As of the release of this episode, you will have less than one day before the Kickstarter ends. If you like what you hear, please connect with us on Instagram and Twitter at dfyt underscore podcast, on Facebook at Don't Forget Your Towel Podcast, and through email at dfytpodcast at gmail.com. Also, if you have some free time, drop us a rating and review on iTunes. It means so much to us and every single rating goes a long way to help us increase our reach and to share the RPG love. With that, till next time, keep your towels at the ready.